Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's me, Dave Stone, former co-host of the Boogie Monster podcast. From 2016 to 2023, myself and Kyle Kinane got together each week to ramble on about ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, and other mysteries of the universe. Or at least that was our initial intentions. But if you've listened before, you know that it usually devolved into disjointed rants about vans and fried chicken. During that time, we also ran a Patreon page that offered up exclusive bonus episodes to our patrons, usually in the form of Q&A sessions. And even though the Boogie Monster is currently on an indefinite hiatus, we're offering up those old bonus episodes to the general population so that everyone can enjoy our old nonsense. Hopefully someday soon we'll dust off our microphones and resurrect the Boogie Monster. But until then, enjoy a blast from the past from your old pals Kyle and Dave. Thanks for listening. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Rock and roll. Do it. It's recording. I don't have the rock and roll false. Everybody does. Ow! See? Got that radio on. Yeah! Yeah! Who's ready to rock and roll? See, it's in there. Yeah. So you got it. Yeah, I just never tapped into Who's it. Who's ready to rock and roll? I want to uh, see you motherfuckers go crazy! See, there you go. See, it's in there. It's pretty good. See, and it's uh-huh. fun. I'd usually do it in the car when oh, nobody knows. Okay. okay. I don't really display it. Okay, I'm feeling it. See? Gets, uh-huh. It feels, gets you ready. Okay. Gets you warmed up. Yeah. I think because I saw the trailer for The Dirt... What's that? A movie about Motley Crue. Oh, really? Yeah. They're man. making a movie about Motley Crue? Yeah, the book. Did you ever re- you never read The Dirt? No. It's the uh, Motley Crue's autobiography. Never never was a huge fan. I mean, I don't it's, hate them. But. It, well, it's one of these things. It's less about being a fan of the band. Like, oh, these guys are bonkers. Huh. And the whole thing is like, this is the most dangerous band, and they're bad boys. And the whole time's like, oh, no, you're just real dumb. Yeah. You're all just dumb all the time. Too much fucking makeup. Just take it easy. I don't. I mean, uh, you know, Nikki Six. That's just trying to two X's. That's just trying to. <laughs> really, you'll go with guys that just wear a bunch of rhinestones, but <laughs> Motley Crue is over the top. That's my problem. Like every time somebody complains about one genre, about something like that, it's like, what genre do you like? And yeah. there's t- tons of examples. Nah, I know. Really. Carpeting on the ceiling, Elvis. But you know, well, Nikki Six dressed like a Sioux warrior. Uh, but yeah, there's the story about them. Like, man, we used to have to just put our dicks in breakfast burritos so our girlfriends wouldn't know we were banging other chicks. It's like, or you could just take a, take shower. a shower. Yeah, it's it's a fascinating read. Quick, let me borrow that burrito. It's a f- oh yeah. My also, dick smells like Rachel. <laughs> Well, I didn't mean to use hey, you. That buddy. was bad. That was hey, bad. Hey, buddy. I was just thinking Whoa, of a random man. name. <laughs> Whoa, 
man. I was thinking of a random female name. Guy. Sorry, Rachel. That Dave. wasn't pertaining to you. Don't. She's not listening. Okay. <laughs> but I am. I'm yeah, right yeah. here. Sorry, it, it was not your Rachel. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Quick, let me borrow that breakfast burrito. My dick smells like Michelle. There. That's All right. Yeah, that's okay. stupid. Just take a shower, you fucking animal. I don't know what... Uh, well, also the fact that would... Uh, your girlfriend would be like, Ooh, uh, Oh, gross. Your dick smells like sausage and eggs. <laughs> oh, chorizo dick. Yeah. Like, that's better? <laughs> oh, no, you just... You smell like trash. Oh, that's rough. Anyway, that movie's coming out. I guess there's a rapper called Machine Gun Kelly. He's playing... Tommy Lee really? kind of look, looks like him. Okay. Um, but, you think there's going to be more and more of those biopics uh, based on the success of uh, what was the Queen? Well, movie? I mean, they always. I mean, it, it, I mean, you had Walk the Line, you had mm-hmm. Ray. A lot of them were coming out. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Maybe ten years ago. Yeah. But now that they were won Oscars. Uh, yeah. Well, that was didn't the Johnny Cash one win and the Ray one? Did Walk the Line? Did it win something? I don't know. I know. I thought it was good. Speaking of that movie, did did you catch speaking any of, the of which, Dave? You say speaking of speaking which. of which, did you catch the Oscars? You know, no, no, I normally don't I do care, that? but uh, Katie was watching it, so I had to sneak yeah. a peek. Um, when uh, what's his name for uh, Queen movie? Uh, Ramy Ramy Miller. I like that guy. When they cut when he, they were listing the nominees for best actor, mm-hmm. they then they show the little clips of each one. His clip was just. His character lip syncing Freddie Mercury. That was the clip they chose to use. Because the, the, he didn't sing any of the music. They, yeah. They, but so when they Rami Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody, and then they show the six second clip, it's just him playing the piano and lip syncing. Oh, not, like, not an acting part. That's the best clip you could come up for, best actor. That's like you know, criticizing the Oscars is one of those things. It's like like mocking reality television. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, if you, you know, I did hear a perfect tweet the other day. Oh yeah. They, so I forgot who it was, but they said, "Say what you will about the Oscars, but when that actor who can't sing and that singer who can't act sang that song from that movie that's been made four times, <laughs> chilling." <laughs> <laughs> Well, as Megan Amran had one, is like, I love it when people give out little gold statues to pe- shaped like people to people who pretend to be other people. <laughs> like, yeah, that's all it is. Uh, but either way, I mean, Motley Crue, I, I like, uh, I love a biopic. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. You know, and I love, uh, I love myself some 80s Sunset Strip butt rock. What's your favorite band of that genre? I mean, band is tough because the catalogs are usually pretty shit, except for some like jam and hits. Yeah. Like, I mean, <clears throat> Motley Crue had more hits than than others. What were their big hits? Did they have <clears throat> Oh boy, Shout like, at the Devil? Oh, Shout at the Devil, Too Fast for Love, uh, girls, uh, girls, 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 Home Sweet Home, and then they got clean and put out Doctor Feel Good, and that was a crusher uh, album. Oh boy, there it is. Oh boy, get who, some of that. Who got the jetpack yeah. put on? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But um, I mean, I, I'll still. You put on Kickstart My Heart now. I'll still. Get, I'll still get going. Mm-hmm. Old Junior High Kyle's ready to go for a BMX ride. Okay. Kickstart My Heart's a great tune. Mm-hmm. That was written because Nikki Six died. Yeah. Was that what that's about? Yeah. The, well, okay. the, the dirt. I mean, it's it's about all of them. Mick Mars was already a thousand years old when he joined the band, and his, all his bones are fusing together. He's a weird looking dude. 
Yeah, he was weird all along. He had that like, if I remember like correctly, Fu Manchu. Well, yeah. he had the mustache, but he 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 had the reverse Hitler. Yeah, he shaved the middle and just had the ends. That's an odd look. Yeah, that's something to do. Mm-hmm. Well, he's already weird looking. Yeah, he's already yeah a million years old. But his like his bones are fusing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Lee, as everybody knows about Tommy Lee, mm-hmm. I guess he just married that. Uh, the Vine Star Lady that was in that movie that Brooks and I did a couple of years ago called Vine Random Star. Tropical Paradise. Did that ever? Where can we see that? Don't worry about it. No, no good. Yeah, I shouldn't even said the name. Hmm. You got there's you you could do can't be that bad. Uh, I, I'm I you could there's better things you could do with two hours. <laughs> I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Um, but uh, Vince Neil killed somebody. Car accident, yeah. drunk drove and killed somebody. That was on Sunset, wasn't it? Like, I think out. it was on Laurel Canyon. Oh, Laurel Canyon. Okay. And Nikki Six uh, just died a bunch. Yeah, he died a couple times. So it was kick. just the four, right? Uh, yeah. Vince Neil was the singer. <laughs> Vince Neil was the uh, yeah, Ma- yeah. Tommy Lee drums. Uh, Nikki Six bass. I know Mick, oh. Mick Mars is a guitarist. Okay, gotcha. Um, Song "Dude Looks Like a Lady" originally written about Vince Neil. Really, Smith wrote it about Vince Neil was so pretty as a guy mm-hmm. back in the day. Well, this dude looks like a lady. Hmm. How about that? <clears throat> yeah, hey, you know now we're in my wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> now I finally I've got something where I've researched and have knowledge. I don't know if uh, would would Guns N' Roses fall into that category. I would always say Guns N' Roses is just a uh, just a rock and roll yeah, band. I always that was part of that genre. Just like you know, there's bands that are like oh, there's Southern rock, but they're still just a rock band that's mm-hmm. good. Like a Skinner thing is still just a good band, all <clears throat> covering all the bases. Yeah, I always put them on a higher shelf than just your standard. Yeah, they metal. they weren't straight, but but I I even love the shitty and I love some Bullet Boys. Mm-hmm. Poison had some hits, man. Mm-hmm. Poison had some. That's the one I can't Nothing but a good time, buddy. That's the one I can't stop. You never wanted to have, have nothing but a good time? Fucking Brent Michaels. What a, All the time, you're just trying to pay your rent. You're just trying to make it through the week. Yeah. There's other... There's Saturday a, night, you just, want to, you just want to make your girl. I think they meant to say F. They want to F your girl. But you can't even make ends meet. Yeah. Poor guy. That should relate to you, Dave. You're working. You're slaving every day. Mm-hmm. Trying to get a break from the same old, same old. <laughs> I could keep going. <laughs> First concert I ever went and saw, Poison and Warrant. Really? The Rosemont Horizon. Huh. Yeah. How old were you? Twelve. Mm, hmm. Did I tell that story before? I think Every so. time the crowd would cheer because a girl was flashing, and I would be like, look at him cheering over there. It's because like a girl like two rows behind me had her boobs out, uh-huh. and I would turn around and like, miss it every time. Uh. Like there's boobs, there's just boobs. Boobs are out. Oh my god! Now, I did love uh, love me some Def Leppard back in fourth and fifth grade. Oh yeah, man. Pour some sugar on me. Uh, yeah, Armageddon. That that hysteria was a huge. No, yeah, that was hysteria. That album was massive. Before that, it was Pyromania. Pyromania was before that, and I think that was I think Pyromania. Yeah, because again. Once a tragedy hit these bands, they mm. really came back big. Mm. Nikki Six dying, coming back to life. That was uh, uh, Dr. Feelgood. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fella, and <clears throat> I don't know his name from Def Leppard, losing his arm. The drummer. Mm-hmm. The fucking drummer came back after losing an arm. Yeah, and they just gave him a, a bunch of hexagonal uh, robot drums. That's crazy. And he's back there. Boop, boop, boop. You know. <laughs> what was he doing? He's boop, boop, boop. Hitting them, hitting them like that, you know. 
Just one over there, one over there. Let the robots do the work. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, but that album was huge. Mm-hmm. A lot of hits. Oh, man. Those lesser ones. You had a lot of Faster Pussycat. Faster Pussycat just had some good dirty tunes. Mm-hmm. Hanoi Rocks. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was the guy. It was the guy from Hanoi Rocks that died in the car accident with Vince Neil. I think. Ah, oh, yeah. But <laughs> this isn't, hey, this isn't about what I know. Mm-hmm. It's about what our patrons want to know. Uh huh. Because this is a Q&A episode. Yeah. Yeah, question and answer. You guys, you just paid 10 bucks for my music bullshit, mm-hmm. so thanks. Four bucks. Four bucks. Yeah, now you don't feel this Oh, bad. for 10 minutes. It was 10 minutes of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I see that Matt Peterson deleted $4. Sorry. Hmm. All right. It's like it shows you that when people stop. Yeah. I didn't need that. I think some of that is um, their, um, the, the, the debit card didn't go through. You think, keep telling yourself I think that. some of that is. Um, what, I mean, let's, should we do it? Might as well. Let's find out. Let's, uh, let's say thanks to everybody for doing this. Yeah, for real. I uh, appreciate your support and, uh, thanks for, eventually we might come up with a different format for the bonus, but, uh, until then just keep asking us, uh, stupid questions and we'll give you stupid answers. How about that? That's a deal. Yeah, that's what kick, we like to do. Kick it off with Jake Rivera. He asks, uh, whenever I brush my teeth, I always drink the water when I'm done. No. Oh. I feel like it somehow cleans my insides. That's wrong. Do you guys have any childish tendencies that have carried over Stop into Stop doing that. So, like, oh, instead of spitting it out, he just swallows. You don't do that. That's You don't do that at all. I that's used to poison. do that, not with that, but with the mouthwash. That's even worse. Because I thought I want to get all the way, get my whole throat no, that's oh. like, oh, I washed my car, and now I'm going to take the water and put it in the gas tank. <laughs> that's, don't, that's not, don't, not, that's not childish. It's wrong. It's a good question, though. What's, uh, what's something childish like that that I've carried over into my adult life? Um, I don't know. I've been, I've, I've been, I've finally, I've been off my bender this week. I had two drinks last night, but I didn't drink Monday. Yeah. I'm trying not to drink tonight, but I was on for like. Two weeks, mm-hmm. and all my like nervous ticks, like all my weird throat clearing, weird noises I got to make, biting my nails, everything started coming out of the woodwork. Hmm. I'm trying to think what weird shit like that. Like I I'll do. get where I can't swallow, I and mean, it's like a nervous thing. Yeah, I've I've had that. It's like an OCD weird kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then I clear my throat, <clears throat> um, but that's not like a childish. I don't get OCD stuff. I would have to like take stairs. Two at a time. I'll mm-hmm. still get that sometimes, but that's more nervous ticks than I pee in the shower all the time just to conserve water. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. What about shitting in the shower? Don't do that. No, okay. don't do that. Right. Don't. Hmm. Nobody's doing that. Nobody does that. Don't even joke. Speaking of which, uh, Orco's prostate. Asked, what? Orco's prostate. It's a nice handle. Dave, you thought about moving forward with your book, quote, Where to Shit in L.A.? I have a coffee table and people who I want to have weird questions. Uh, no, I don't know. That that kind of that chapter of my life is behind me. Um, if I do revisit any of that, I don't know that it – I don't know. That, that might be What fun. about not having – what about it not being like a covert operation? What's just the nicest bathroom you've been in? Because it was Madonna Inn. I told talking about going to Madonna Inn. 
pee in a waterfall. That's mm-hmm. part of the, it's the dining room bathroom they have there. But then you get a room. Ooh. Some of them have rock waterfalls. That was neat. Hmm. I do like uh, the lobby bathroom of a nice hotel. Uh, a lot of times, yes. If I'm yes, if I'm traveling with somebody, like uh, me and the lady, will travel, you know, together sometimes. And if I gotta really, if I gotta really do some damage, and it's just and a you small, don't want to do it in a room. I go down to the lobby, nice pristine bathroom. Just uh, just give it the business. That's a thoughtful. That's a thoughtful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Barnes and Noble has great bathrooms. Really? Yeah, good bathrooms there. I almost, think I almost went at a, at a Jack in the Box today. Oh yeah, it was in bad shape. I yeah, skipped it. I skipped it. I yeah. like uh, Vaughn's grocery stores here in L.A. because their bathrooms require a code, and I've still got all those codes. If anybody needs them, they change them every few months. But I got a log. I love for you just getting caught using the wrong code. Like, what are you doing here? Like, oh man. <clears throat> I tell you, I used to go to the uh, Albertsons there on the Hillhurst. That was one mm-hmm. of my hot spots. Because they technically had public bathrooms, but they were kind of hidden. They were hidden in the back, like not the back of the store, but like the employee-only back, yeah. backstage, if you will. Oh, yeah. that's and, uh, I remember those. A lot of people were, you know, just felt like mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to go back there. But pff, I would always just go back there. But I would go every mm-hmm. day. I had my routine. And then you have to walk through the produce section to get back there. And those produce guys would just wave at me like, hey, would man. You, would you buy stuff to be no. like, I'm getting a banana no. and a thing and a drink? No. No, just go back there. And I feel like it's like I, Norm at Cheers, you know. Like, hey, Dave. Yeah, but Norm bought stuff. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Mister Peter? Let's talk if, about what's if going Norm on. George went, just walked into a business, to take a shit every day, mm-hmm. and didn't buy anything. Mm-hmm. They'd put a stop to that pretty quick. Well, I would buy things if it was a day that I had to do some shopping. But I, you know, I didn't buy something every <clears> day. Right. But I would, I would drop a deuce every day. And my trusty old Albertsons. And, All right. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. But, yeah, to answer your question, Orco's Prostate, uh, maybe. Yeah, it'd be a fun coffee table book. You know, of course, the game's changed. I've been out of the van for a little while, so, you know, I'd have to go back and do some recon, mm-hmm. figure out where the hot spots are now. But uh, libraries, um, in theory, are good, but a lot of the homeless people got the same idea. Yeah, and it's a library. They can't yeah. kick them out. I would go to them when I... I was at my old place in the worst days. I would go around just for the air conditioning because mm-hmm. I didn't have any. Uh, let's get. We got any? Nobody's asking about uh, spooky stuff no more. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what they don't want to know about it. They yeah. clearly they're, they're aware we don't know about it. And um, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> I guess that's uh, you know fair enough. Hmm. Uh, yeah. There's no. You, you see any from the from scary stuff? I mean, I'm just, I'm answering them all. Just mm-hmm. kind of going in order here. I'm, we're, by the way, we're uh, we're working off a of last month's batch of questions. So we're trying to, on the fly, uh, remember if we've already answered some of these or not. So if we get any repeats, bear with us. we get short-term memory. Noah Nelson asks, go, go to cheap beer. Also, Kyle, want to go wheeling. We've talked about cheap beer a lot. My favorite is Original Coors. Probably yeah. number two is Coors Light, which I'm drinking now. OG Coors. I used to drink Bud a lot. I realized it was a little too sweet. <clears throat> I like Bud. Get to me. One that I've come around on. I used to not care for Bud Light, but big fan now. You haven't put the Bud Lights in, Coors Lights. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, like a, a domestic, I like a high life. There's not a domestic beer I don't like, really. I can't think of a domestic beer that I would turn down. Man, old style. I know I'm going to take shit for this. Old style's rough. No good? 
You ever drink old style going through Chicago? I, I don't know if I've had that. <clears throat> it is a. Uh, it it tastes like you know you're gonna get diarrhea. Really? Yeah. I like. Uh, I've talked about uh, Lone Star in Texas, and then in uh, New Orleans they have Dixie beer. <laughs> I haven't seen that. It's good. Rainier, I like that Rainier beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, regional regional domestic beers. Um, what's the chicken place? <coughs> chicken place your buddy owns. Crawford's. Crawford's. Crawford's has Rainier. Who's there last night? Yeah, the new yeah. one or the old one? The old one. Yeah. My... And then, oh, East Coast has Yingling, which I like, but then I heard they're like super right wing. I'm like, oh, man, all right. See, that... I can skip it. It's not like something I got to have. Yeah. But... I remember when that became available in Georgia, probably around mm-hmm. 2010, and everybody was losing their shit over it. Like, oh, this previously wasn't distributed in Georgia. And uh, I just... Hmm. I wasn't that impressed. Uh, I do like uh, Rolling Rock. I like a good Rolling Rock. I used to drink Rolling Rock. Mm-hmm. I was Red Dog. Remember Red Dog? I do remember Red Dog. That was super that was that was the cheap. That was cheaper than Paps for a long Some time. White trash <laughs> shit right there. What else we got here? What do we fucking got here? Yeah, you guys aren't. Uh, nobody wants to know about uh, Jacoby Johnson. Mm-hmm. Hope I'm saying that right. There's an E on the end of Jacob, so I'm saying Jacoby Johnson. Prefer seated or standing audiences? Seated, seated. Take a break. Standing, people get uh, feisty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fi- it's fine if it's a quick moving show, or but mm-hmm. I, I I would not. It's a lot to ask somebody to to stand for ninety or hundred minutes. That's not music, and it's not like you're not dancing mm-hmm. and keep you just standing still. Yeah. yeah, that is a lot to ask. So yes, mm-hmm. I would say that. I would say that. What do you got, Brian Lee? Blowing through all your comics of the week. Any more suggestions? That's a good one. What can we? Who can we plug? That we haven't we already plug plugged right now. Well, typically we plug people who have a thing coming out. Yeah, so but they're just asking David Bory. Yeah, there's a ton of comics that haven't had stuff out yet that we are mm-hmm. fans of. David Bory's great. Um, who else off the top of my head do I like? I'm just trying to think of who we haven't said already. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your go-to favorites. Mm-hmm. Quick ones are Sam J's, your Deb, Deb to G, Steph Tolov. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is a good time. I, mean, I, I should say this in the regular episode, I guess. Uh, all the Canadian comics, because mm-hmm. Deb, Deb G and Steph Tolov are Canadians, are getting fucked over by this XM deal. That's scary, because <laughs> yeah. I count on that money. And I hope that yeah, for, for people that don't know, you get paid every time a track gets spun on Pandora or mm-hmm. Sirius. But the big money is XM radio. is <clears throat> a satellite radio. Mm-hmm. That's That's... You could pay a lot of bills every month, depending on how much they play your stuff. And yeah. all these Canadians had their own Canada Laugh. This is the best of my knowledge right now. Mm-hmm. The they had their own channel, Canada Laughs, and they would play all Canadian comics. And Canadians, that was their they would get a monthly check and make a you know make like a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, for I mean, your you, stuff that it, you put out there it varies. Yeah, sometimes <clears throat> it might be eighty bucks. Oh, sometimes it might be twelve hundred. It could be all over. It's all over the place. But either way, it's it's income. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, now, just for laughs, the big uh, you know comedy conglomerate bought it out, mm-hmm. and they're only p- playing. I think it's some large percentage, like eighty or ninety percent, they're going to play play just for laughs artists and stuff from before two thousand twelve, stuff mm-hmm. that they own the rights to. So now, <clears throat> of all the Canadian XM stuff that was being played, now only ten percent of it is going to be the Canadian artists, and it was this kind of raw deal. Which, I, yeah, I don't, I and mean, it's because they own it already. Mm-hmm. Because instead of having to pay all these Canadian comics, they could just do, they could just have, uh, you know, eat it up with this just for laughs radio with content they own, 
and it's not getting paid to them. Mm-hmm. This, this is what I understand it to be so far, mm-hmm. and it's fucking people over. So, you know, you like that? You like some people you find out they're Canadian? Buy their album or something. Yeah. If you hear them on XM, buy their album. Mm-hmm. Steph Tolev, super funny, saw her Sunday. She just, I don't know, she makes me laugh. But mm-hmm. everybody makes me laugh. Who else I see? I tell you, who I like who doesn't have anything out yet. David Van Heusen. Follow him all those, on all those idiots. They call themselves the idiots. Yeah, those guys are funny. It's him. It's um, ah shit. Dan Gale and it's uh, Col- Gale, Colin. Colin McCormick, I think. I forget yeah. Colin's last. Yeah, they have, uh, they have a weekly show. If you're in L.A., I believe it's every Wednesday. Wednesday nights over at the clubhouse it's called Idiots. It's hard to find. Looks like it's a Mexican shoe store next those to a guys fat are burger. Funny. But yeah, David Van Heusen, so damn funny. He's a great stand-up, but his Twitter just cracks me up. It's like, you know, some people like you can tell they're trying to be weird and abstract. No, just, he's got, but that's just how his brain works. He's real dry. <laughs> and that show, every time I do that show, that like the word I want to say out loud is the name of the show because they'll do something. I'm like, look at these idiots. Oh no, that's it's called that. They know yeah. exactly what they're doing. This calculated dipshittery, and I love it. Very well done. Yeah. Um, but oh boy, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Who did I see last night? I showed uh, Jack Knight. He's great. Maggie May was on that show. I left. I'll say Jack Robichaud's for all the all the yeah, all the the dead Kevin boys. Yeah, him. Uh, Ryan Ryan Flanagan. Ryan Flanagan. Yeah. And and Jack. Fucking! Uh, I, I just said his last name. Robichard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, like that's if you drink too much mm-hmm. and it's memory loss. Mm-hmm. That's I like that. I said his name mm-hmm. and then I forgot his name. Yeah, ten seconds after I said it, that's fucked up, man. Well, it could be that you're kind of dumb. So, but it's not that no, I'm dumb okay. in other ways. Uh-huh. I'm not dumb like I can't remember a thing I just said. That's, that's memory loss. Uh-huh. That's not dumb. Yeah. Dumb is not being able to know the stuff in the first place. True. This is stuff that I knew uh-huh. and then immediately forgot. Okay. So that's that was the problem. Mm. There is what I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Uh, Bill Aldridge. <laughs> As comics, how do you deal with dudes, and they're usually dudes, that are always on, like off stage, or just constantly riffing or oh. trying for laughs? Even if they're funny, it gets fucking old, and you are absolutely right, Bill. Sure I can't. Does. Fucking <laughs> I can name you some some that come to mind. I'm not going to, but uh, gee, fucking mm-hmm. knock it up. Here's here's the misconception. A lot of people who aren't comics they think, oh, you must be the class clown, or you must. no. I get plenty of attention on stage every night. I don't need to be the center of attention off stage. It, well, you could tell when it's people when it's. <clears throat> Some people are naturally funny mm-hmm. and they're always kind of being there's there's a, a there's a scale of like who's on because they think they should be on because they're comics that's mm-hmm. the most obnoxious. Yeah. Some people are on because their personality is always on yeah. and it can be fun but taxing. I got one guy and he's a well-known dude. I won't name his name, but he's just every time I see him, he's literally almost dancing. He's dancing and singing and scatting and bopping. Tell me who it is. Right, what? Okay, hold on. Get the fuck oh, out of here, man. Okay. <laughs> Just fucking stop dancing. Stop singing. Just sit down and be still. You're making me nervous. Yeah, there's... 
Ugh. Yeah, we're, I'm not going to name names about it, but there are people where it's like you, you, you're you're exhausted. But also, I realize that my personality, like we were discussing before, where I found out I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. not because I don't like people, but my energy gets. Uh, some people get filled with energy from being around people. Mm-hmm. An extrovert, yeah. And other people get taxed. I get taxed. Yeah. So when I'm around an extrovert and I'm an introvert, that energy transference yeah. happens so much quicker than someone who's not on i'm like oh, i'll hang out with you and we can have a conversation yeah and i know another guy i won't name his name but you know him as well and i you could probably figure out who i'm talking about he's not necessarily like high energy on but he's on in the sense that every fucking syllable that comes out of his mouth seems pre-rehearsed like like the way we might plan our set list for our sets tonight, he he wakes up in the morning and he just has his conversational set list. Like well, he can't just be, he can't just hang out and be a fucking dude. It's just everything out of his mouth. It's either meant to let you know how smart he is, how enlightened he is, how cool he is, how much he, how many books he reads, how many movies he sees. Like that's great, dude. But you're like fucking a, like exhausting. A precocious child. You're fucking exhausting. Just be comfortable in your own skin. You don't have to always be on. You don't have to always be impressing people. Just fucking relax. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe that's why we don't fucking hang out. Oh, all right. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> all right. Well, again, Sorry. can't tell those names on here. But I, hope, <laughs> I hope they're not listening. <laughs> no, they, would, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't figure it out because they're not self-aware enough to know that I'm talking about them. Okay. Well. I'm going to say that. Okay. Ash, Ash Sand says, what's your favorite weed strains? Ash uh, is a uh, cheesecake lady. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, cheesecake lady wants to know about them weeds. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I had something I can't find it again. It was called Nightmare Cookies, mm-hmm. which is, co- I mean, to do a bit about the names of different weed is already done, mm-hmm. but it's called Nightmare Cookies. Nice. But I bought it in Oregon, and I was just smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And I, you know what it was? I think it was less the strain and it was more I realized if I cut it with CBD instead of going all the way THC. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Am I just. Yeah. I love that CBD. Yeah. That's good stuff. I had something the other day I'd had for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to name drop, but it was hanging out with old uh, Billy Wayne Davis and um, Henry Zabrowski. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was hanging out at uh, Billy's house for his birthday the other day. And I came over. Henry Zabrowski was over there. And. Uh, Shout out to uh, last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry, by the way, so goddamn funny. I've said it before, but if you haven't seen it, literally maybe the funniest sketch I've ever seen. Henry's old, uh, I don't know if he's still doing it, but his old uh, sketch group, Murder Fist, has a sketch called uh, Rehearsal Dinner. YouTube, Murder Fist, mm-hmm. Rehearsal Dinner. One of the funniest sketches I've ever had, uh, ever seen. Anyway, Henry brought over a new strand called Skittles, and it tasted like Skittles. And it got you fucking high. And it was great. It yeah, tasted me, fruity. Me, get, me getting high is trouble. Yeah. That's why I need that CBD cut mm-hmm. in there. And Billy, goddamn Billy, <sighs> that dude can smoke. And Billy, you can't just hang out with Billy and pass a joint around. Billy's got this bong that looks like a goddamn firewood splitter. I mean, it looks like it runs on <laughs> fucking gasoline. And I you take can. one hit of that thing and you are done. You are done for the day. I haven't. I got a. I got a three inch tall bubbler that I smoke out of. Mm-hmm. I have not smoked out of a bong in years. And I, I for a while I'm like, I'll get one for the house. Mm-hmm. It'll be funny, you know, to have panic attacks in your own home. <laughs> so there's no place to even relax. Like it's not like, oh, once I get out of here, I'll be fine. It's like, no, this is your home. Uh, but yeah, man, I I can't. 
That's that's my maturity. Mm-hmm. Talking about things that you would hold over from your childhood from your other question. Mine was like, oh, if weed's going around, you got to smoke it every time it comes around. I was like, no, man, you could have yeah, you can pass. one hit of weed yeah. and then stop. Yeah. You know, you don't have to drink the whole bottle. Yeah. And that's, I always like, always thought like, no, man, you got to keep smoking. And then, then I would be ridiculous at the end of the party and frozen in a corner. <laughs> and it's like, you don't have to do that. You could have one hit and just be a little silly. Yeah. But it took me so, – I have the personality where it's like, well, if one was good, two will be even better. Mm-hmm. And it's not the case. That's that, how that, I am with cheeseburgers. <laughs> well, uh-huh. I could, there's a cliff's edge there, man. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're going to go off of it. No kidding. How many cheeseburgers could you eat? Well, it depends on what kind. Uh, Big Macs. Big Macs. Or the style of. Not, I'm not trying to I mean, debate. How many could I eat or how many – like yeah. I could eat six. Twelve patties. Yeah, I can Six Big Macs? Yeah, those are small patties. But it's still, you got an extra thing of bread in there. Yeah, don't slow me down. I mean, I wouldn't. I've never eaten six. But I've eaten two and been like, eh, that didn't do much. Not, a, not, a, that, not a fan. Where did I get? Mac. I got drunk and high the other day. <laughs> I, I did the thing where I, got, I went and I got pho and spring rolls and then on the way home ordered a pizza. Wow. After dinner. I ordered a pizza on the way home from dinner. I was by myself. I did a similar thing the other day. Um, went to Boo's Cheesesteaks. We've been there. Oh, man. That is a good cheesesteak. I'm, I'm not eating the land meats, but, man, I miss. Rachel was making some chicken. I'm like, oh, I miss chicken. I, I saw a Boo's thing online, like a picture of like the different cheesesteaks. God damn, I miss a cheesesteak. That's something you can't fake with the veggie stuff. Oh, so good. <clears throat> Got the Boo's Cheesesteak, and I noticed... Here's the thing. Like, you know, sometimes it's kind of frowned upon to go to a place that's known for a particular thing and then stray off to the corners of the menu. But why are they making that then? I got you know? the cheesesteak, and I, I was like, well, for dessert, I got, got their another a, cheesesteak. Italian <laughs> hoagie. They make a killer Italian hoagie. They got the bread. They got good bread. Good meats, good cheeses. It's just your classic, like, capicola, salami, oh ham. Oh, God, I love it. Got love the it. fucking provolone. Italian sub sandwich. The onions, the tomato, the lettuce with the fucking whatever, the vinegar, oil and vinegar mix mm-hmm. salad dressing mm-hmm. thing. Pickles. Oh, dude. Like, you, when you go to Booze, you can't help but think, oh, I got to get this cheesesteak. But I circumvented the problem. I get the cheesesteak and the Italian hoagie. You're gonna, and I had that for dessert. You're going to die. Yeah, I know. You don't get to call another dinner dessert just because you ate it after one dinner. <laughs> you had two dinners. What's the difference? <laughs> just because so many sweet. things. <clears throat> well, it's just probably the same amount of calories if I had a big old piece of pie. Probably not at all. No, you think there's more calories in that sub than a big old fucking How brownie? How much pie? Almond? I'm just saying. You're gonna eat a standard, whole pie? Whatever your standard dessert portion is. A slice of pie. You think you think that has less calories than yes. an Italian hoagie? Yes. Mm-hmm. One's piece of pie. <laughs> Fucking maniac. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tim Tim has a question for me. Tim Perham. <clears throat> Perham? Perham? <clears throat> he says, hey, Kyle, I know you're into a lot of different action sports. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a rad dude. <clears throat> I get into action sports. You shredded today. I shredded today. I didn't. I shredded a little bit, and I got a flat tire, and then I walked. I had to walk. <laughs> this thing, I fucking got a flat tire. <clears throat> it was so hard to get the tire, the beat of the tire off the rim. I'd never have that hard of a time. Uh-huh. 
I couldn't get off some dude coming down. This maniac, like, all right, fixed gears are, I don't appreciate those in city streets. Mm-hmm. I think people are idiots. <clears throat> this dude was mountain biking with a fixed gear mountain bike. It's single speed. Yes. Single speed. Like, if you want to do that, all the respect to your a lunatic. Looks broken to me, dumbass. I got them old bits. Mm-hmm. But that means going the way up, you got one speed. Mm-hmm. But that means going down, you don't get to adjust how you want to pedal. I think, and let no, because he said he didn't have freewheel. It was a fixed gear mountain bike. Hmm. And he was going down. Like, I would, it's a black diamond trail that I'm on. What's that mean? It's like in the ski slope thing. There's like <clears throat> green trails, bunny hills, blue trails are intermediate, black diamonds, like oh. that. And then there's double black, and then there's red. There's all the shit. But it takes a you know it takes a little bit of knowing what you're doing to get down that thing. Uh-huh. But the whole time I'm going down, I'm not pedaling. I'm letting that freewheel spin. Mm-hmm. This guy has to pedal, but also he's controlling his speed. Either way, <clears throat> he's a very nice guy that stopped and he. We bu- it took two people trying to get his tire off. Then again, I'm like, <clears throat> okay, let me just patch up his tire. I punctured through two sides of the tire because I don't know what happened, but then I, I either way. <clears throat> so I'm like, oh, man, I can't even patch his tire because it's blasted out. He's like, I got a tube. I'll give it to you. I'm like, that's very nice. You shouldn't rely on other people on the trail to have shit. I had the patch kit, but I destroyed this tube. Mm-hmm. Gave it to me. We fucked it up putting it in because of how hard it was to get the tires. That one didn't even fill up. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I just wasted your tube. And I just walked down the rest of the way. Hmm. You get a flat, that just turns into a hike. You told me that uh, <clears throat> that, you're, that you're, you're, you had a flat tire and you had to walk 45 minutes. And I was like, up the hill or down the hill? Yeah, man, no. That'd be dumb if you walked up the hill. <laughs> After you got Finish it. No, I committed. I committed. <laughs> I mean, there's some uphill parts the, where the, it's going down, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so he, said, he said, you ever heard of Red Bull crashed ice? Oh, yeah. I've heard people talking about that. I, I have heard of it, Tim. It's downhill ice skating racing with jumps and shit. It, does, it looks like... Like with ice skates? Is that what you wear? Yeah, ice okay. skates, but it's a downhill course on ice with jumps and barrels, and it's a race. And, I wonder if it, and it's still, bonkers. I wonder if they still do that arm swing thing. Like the there's skaters too. There's no room. That cracks me up. You know what I'm talking about? When they oh, yeah, yeah. race in the circle and they, they, they swing their arm around. That, that's like, that's yeah, so that's some sort of rhythm you get going mm-hmm. to do it. Those guys go fast, yeah. man. They have huge quads. All those guys have giant Oh, yeah. Legs. Oh, yeah. That's your, that's your engine. That's yeah. this dude. We took two of us trying. Like, imagine two people trying to roll a bike tire off. Like, I'm on the ground and he's holding it one way. And I was like, face to dick with this dude. Just... <laughs> Just I I I I'd a peen with this stranger, <laughs> and he was a true like he was just like he was just a real relaxed dude. Like everybody's up there with their neon green, all their <clears throat> you know all the bike shit. And he was wearing like wearing cutoffs, uh-huh. but the cutoffs next to my head, uh-huh. but huge huge legs. Yeah, because this guy's pedaling the whole time. Yeah, fixed gear. Anyway, I doubt you're listening, Pat, but you're a nice guy. Thank you. But uh, yeah, Tim. Yeah, I have seen it. It is pretty dope. Ooh, Braden T. has an actual question about, well, it's about history. <clears throat> you ready for this one? Uh-huh. Or should we pause and look some of the stuff up he's asking about? Oh, I th- I say we wing it. Okay. Can I grab another <laughs> one of these? Yeah, go for it. Uh, another one of these would be a Coors Light. Not a sponsor, but 
Should be. We've given them enough money. Braden T says, in your opinion, what event has changed the world most in all of history? I think we answered that last month. Maybe not. Really? Who gives a shit? Go again. No, because it's from 47 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Smart guy. Well, I remember a similar question last month. Well, we may not have even answered well, He says, that. a few I events to consider. <laughs> the fall of Rome, the Gutenberg Press, Reformation, Archduke Ferdinand uh, II, or 9-11, uh, of the ones that I <laughs> know about. <laughs> well, no, I was recently reading about... Ferdinand was uh, the catalyst of World War One. <laughs> yeah, and I was recently trying to look, because I'm like, I don't know enough stuff. Stuff that I should know. Like, for when questions like this come up, mm-hmm. or if it's just in conversation, not being pompous, but like, oh, well, that, yeah, that really did mm-hmm. <clears throat> start it off. And, you know, I was listening to a podcast. I say I'm studying, reading. I was listening to a podcast about it. But, uh, yeah, World War One, nine eleven. 9-11. I mean, I don't know. Nine eleven kind of put, I would say, put America where it's at now. But I think I was just not as aware of things before it. Because there wasn't much to... Well, what really has changed other than airports? I mean, if you really think about 9-11, what's changed? Oh, America's involvement in the Middle East, a war that's still not over. Mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, we were fucking around over there before that, though. Fucking around. Now we're still at – the Gulf War was like an afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is uh, this is now. This is yeah. 2019 from 2001. It's 18, 18 years, years long. That's yeah. longer than Vietnam. That's it's true. longer than World War II. That's true. You know that we're still over there and still no what, real explanation. Uh, we think uh, Bin Laden did it. Let's uh, let's invade Iraq. Yeah, but he's not in Iraq. Yeah, I don't worry. About even it. though all the terrorists were Saudi Arabian, mm-hmm. we're just pals with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just killed a, the journalist, and we're still like, well, oh, nah. Yeah. But then what do you do? Do you blame that on Trump? I don't think Trump's in charge of that. I think somebody else is like, no, nah, we don't fuck with Saudi Arabia. They're our pals. And then people are going to go into the deep, even deeper shit. And um, <clears throat> what changed the world? You know what I'm? Uh, you know what I'll say? iPhone. Yeah. I'll say that. <clears throat> I, that I will say that all seriousness. Yeah. I think that was... That's on par with, uh, you know. I think it's the I'm, I'm, I mean, Gutenberg Press. I'm going to look up to make sure. That's not, you know, it's a, that's how they can duplicate the Police Academy DVDs. Okay, All that's right. that's how the guy <laughs> shrunk himself. He, <laughs> what, what, he shrunk uh, his kids with the Gutenberg Press. How does that make sense? Wasn't it Steve Gutenberg and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? No, that was Rick Moranis. Oh fuck me! That's right. I get those two mixed up. I was like, what the hell yeah. is this joke? Could have been could have been a good joke. The joke's way off. No, uh-huh. mine was great. Yeah. That's how you make more DVD copies of Police Academy. That's true. Gutenberg, That's true. unless you want to do a three men and a baby mm-hmm. reference. Uh, <clears throat> I did always get those two. For some they don't look alike. No, uh, not at all. But they I think they were in the same era and they had they played kind of the same characters a lot. So yeah, let me No, everybody's trying to fuck Gutenberg was always like smiling and then uh we're always uh, get the lady. Moranis was a dweeb. Did you hear about uh, Gutenberg? Um, I was listening to uh, this the other day. When yeah. um, the perfect epitome of how this show goes, yeah. the Gutenberg press. He was in Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> when um, God, what's the guy's name whose wife killed him and killed herself? Phil Hartman. Oh yeah. When all that went down, I was I can't remember where I was listening to this a podcast or something documentary, but um, Gutenberg was just kind of took it upon himself to be like the family spokesman. 
to the media and the press and stuff. <laughs> and like p- other people who were really tight with Phil Hartman were like, they weren't that close. Like they weren't like okay. best friends. And yet Steve Gutenberg's just answering all the questions and being kind of the, the PR representative for the family. Well, I didn't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty bizarre. <clears throat> I didn't know about that riffraff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when Steve Gutenberg invented the printing press. <laughs> no, I could see that. I see that. The, I would say the iPhone is on par with what I am briefly reading. I started giving money to Wikipedia, by the way, because mm-hmm. I realize I'm using that shit too often. Um, okay, so we're getting an idea of that. But the, the idea that it's now spreading information. You know, people, you could mass produce information, I mm-hmm. think. The iPhone, like that, like the fact that people don't know what life is like before the iPhone mm-hmm. or yeah. can barely remember. Like, I, as much as I, I think it's a leash and I think it's, you know, there's a lot of evil within it, <clears throat> just the idea of a maps option, mm-hmm. I think, is an amazing thing that you can kind of be anywhere in the world and be like, all right. I need to know where I am and how to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I need to communicate. It's immediately right there. I mean, we've talked about this, but we both were touring pre uh, <clears throat> GPS. Yeah. I can remember driving to Michigan from Georgia and having 32 pages of MapQuest printed off. Yeah. Yeah. I never had a, I never got like a, Garmin or anything. Mm-hmm. It was always just you had the Thomas Guide here, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know think about what it can do for uh, you know journalistic standpoint. Now everybody has a camera. Now look at what kind of stuff you know, you know, police being accountable for you know being bad at it. or anybody for that matter, yeah. not just police, but everybody has some kind of a piece of that they can, now it's scary about what they can edit and this and that. But still, the fact that that's here, everybody has a camera. Mm-hmm. I remember I had like a flip camera. I think the software is still on my computer of like, and I thought that was crazy. I didn't know what a USB port was. Like, like where's the tape? Like, no, no, no. You mm-hmm. just, it pops out of the side and you plug it in and that, that's it. So without, uh, mostly it's because I'm not, um, <clears throat> as Jesus Christ. Count it. No boats hitting ashore now. It's a real good foghorn you got going there, buddy. <laughs> Count it. Um, what were the other ones he was talking about? I don't know. Fall of Rome. Braden T., what are you doing listening to this show? You're too smart. Yeah, fucking nerd. <laughs> well, I'll say that. I'll say thanks. <laughs> JK, Braden. <laughs> you done with that one? I Well, there's so many good ones. The fall, I mean, now, you know what this makes me? This makes me go and, and learn things. So mm-hmm. thank you, Braden, for that. I appreciate you asking a question that's well above our pay grade. And now we got to go learn. And now I'm going to nonchalantly drop some shit in mm-hmm. about the Gutenberg press on the next episode mm-hmm. like I knew it yeah. all, all along. There you go. Outside of that, I'd say iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that iPhone and, and not for the better. Like, well, for better or for worse. Like, like you said, there's some good parts, you know, the GPS and all that. But man, just the fact that we're all turning into fucking zombies can't do shit without our iPhones. Yeah, can't even cross the fucking street. Every day I see people crossing the street just staring at their phone. Yeah, you got the right away. What if I'm fucking drunk? What if I had a heart attack behind the wheel and I fucking run over you? Well, you know what? That's like uh, you know maybe you could break it down and look at like okay, is that. The iPhone's fault or the fact that app makers now make things so addictive and so necessary. Like the iPhone and its basis is like, oh, this is a good source of 
knowledge and information, but now it's, you know, oh, it's Instagram. They make it so uh, addictive and this and that. It's like now people are using the device. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's it's almost like blaming the automobile on people getting away with bank robberies easier because they don't have to get away on horse. Yeah, but you got to, you got to. You got to be held accountable a little bit. You got to use some common sense. The person, yeah, the individual. Person. Yeah. yeah. When that's the thing, like, all right, do you blame the individuals for not having enough willpower to resist it, or do you blame people whose entire jobs is to come up with algorithms that get get people obsessed with it? You know. I. You blame, that's like when people are like, "It's your fault for being a drug addict and not looking at." Uh, you know how opioids are just pushed by far like oh it's easy and we know it's dangerous but also we're making a lot of money so we'll make sure people just blame people for being drug addicts for this and that yeah one uh technique i'm trying to adhere to and uh i'm sure other people have I i didn't hear that from anybody i'm not saying i'm the first one to think of this but i'm trying to hold myself accountable to a technique of i don't fuck with my phone while i'm moving in any form if i'm walking if i'm jogging if i'm riding in the car if i am moving i try not to look at my phone if i'm walking down the street and i gotta respond to a text i'll dip off into a corner and and hit the and handle the text or if i'm crossing the street won't look at my phone if i'm driving the car like when i hit a red light or stop sign yeah i might fuck with it but like if my body is in motion Mm -hmm. i try not to fuck with my phone I think it, there's been a study done where like they'll let somebody look at their phone, and then how long do you think you looked at your phone versus how much you actually looked at it? Yeah. Like that's the thing with like, texting and driving. Like, oh no, I'm just looking at it for one second. It's like when you realize, like, no, it's been five seconds. Yeah. I should be better about that. I'll admit. Carl, uh, Carl Rusnick, Rusnick, Rusnick. If you could dismantle one corporation, which one would you choose and why? Easy, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, that's just because you don't like the chicken. It's just it's yeah, now this is like you've, you've been given the power to do good in the world. Mm-hmm. I'd fucking get rid of them. Take that shitty chicken and that piss poor excuse for a biscuit and those god awful fucking mashed potatoes and stick them up your fucking ass. All right. Well, I was gonna go with Raytheon or <laughs> Chase Bank or something, but I guess I guess yeah, I guess the chicken's pretty bad over yeah, there. Yeah, KFC Dave. makes me physically angry. Also. <laughs> Responsible for the housing crisis, and uh, what uh, what would you? I, I mean, obviously, you go from a personal level to what do you know about like what what corporation is fucking people over the most? I was wondering. I got to know. I, I need to know more about Monsanto. That's what we should look at. Because mm, yeah. you know, GMOs. People, yeah, oh, that how it's like fucked up, but it's going to give you cancer. But then on the flip side, is like, oh, you can figure out how to make certain plants uh, disease free, and they can. You know, that was a subplot of the Americans uh, when I was watching it, like about like, oh, they're not trying to kill plants. They're trying to like figure out how to make a like a disease resistant wheat, you know, oh, we can make corn as big. So now it'll feed villages and shit like that. So it's again, it's what what's the mindset of the of the ma- the corporation? That one I can't tell. Is it evil or is it bad? Like they, that right now, what is it? The Roundup uh, weed killer? What are they doing? It's giving people cancer, and there's a big thing going going down hmm. about them getting lawsuits. Couldn't see that one coming. Uh, it's poison. But, well, yeah, it's poison, but it's also like, I'm going to show. Um, but, like, it shouldn't give you cancer if they yeah. can sell it to you in the store. That's true. 
You know? Well, cigarettes. But cigarettes tell you they got in trouble. Now the box says you're going to get cancer. People do it anyway. These are just nice people having a garden. Yeah, that's true. So I... I don't know if they're evil. I just I just listened to that podcast called The Dropout. It's about it's, it's on topic here. Mm-hmm. It's about a, a company called Theranos, and they were supposed to make some sort of blood testing. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a, a it was a, a scam the whole time, and you find out about when somebody's just a sociopath that's running a company and getting donations and they never had the product. I, I listen to the, listen to a podcast called the dropout. It's very interesting. I, I listened like five episodes today, cool. but it's about just, you know, just corporations being shitty. Yeah. Most you of know, them duping, are duping people out of their money, mm-hmm. duping poor folks out of their money mm. on a base level. I would say uh surface bike parts. Cause two other bike levers broke today when I was trying to change my tire. Oh really? Yeah. So that, but that's just, that's basic. I don't care. I mean, you know, I got, they make shitty stuff, whatever. <coughs> oh man! All right, where were, where were we? Who's your, what real co- company outside of KFC? Mm-hmm. Who what what real one would you be like? Get, I want like for good, good the good of the world. I mean, I don't no joking. I don't know enough about the inner workings of these big corporations, but just on a surface level, I don't like how Walmart's just putting mom and pops out of business left and right. Yeah, you know that's. But I thought about that. I, th- I think it's more like. I don't know, man. I get, I get. This is where, like, I hate that I start thinking how, like, more towards the center. I think, it's like, wasn't Walmart a mom and pop at some point that started to that did business better than somebody like we just sell that. light bulbs? Yeah. And I also get, <laughs> I'm saying they're putting mom and pops out of business, but at the yeah. same time, they're employing millions of people. I get think it was that. more about how they treated the employees yeah. and stuff. That was what was shitty. On top of the fact that they're, <clears throat> but also like some percentage, they always get a percentage towards the arts and everything. I would say uh, s- certain banks and certain insurance companies. Banks and insurance companies. Oh, fuck it. Just, fucking insurance companies, go fuck yourself. Like, how about this? No one's ever proposed. I'm sure they have, but you never hear this. Hey, if you really want to, you want some good fucking PR. How about this, progressive? If I'm with you for ten fucking years and I don't file one fucking claim, how about you give me twenty percent of my shit back yeah. as a bonus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, in ten years, uh, hypothetically, I spend hundred bucks a month, twelve hundred bucks a year. That's twelve thousand dollars. If I give you twelve thousand dollars over the course of ten years and I don't file one fucking claim and you yeah. don't do one fucking thing for me, how about you give some of that shit back? That uh, I do feel like that's like oh yeah I've bought in and I haven't need to cash out. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. Yeah. Where's the reward? And then of course the old thing: as soon as you do need to use them, then your fucking premiums go up. How, how's that math? Yeah. Well, or or just the same with health insurance. Yes. Yeah. And you fucking know, banks. I've been, I've been paying for this. I've been paying for this. Yeah. Just, well, that's the. That whole, whatever pity's getting pissed off about, and now you know AOC and Bernie are going after like there's a huge dis- disparity in wealth. Like, the, the, like yes, tax billionaires more because mm-hmm. they're not. T- it's not so much like oh, I know somebody else is arguing. Oh, just because you made that money, you're gonna get punished for it. Mm-hmm. Why does one person need fifty billion dollars? Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like, die on this hill again. But yeah, and by the way, I wasn't talking about billionaire corporations. No, no, no. I know, but why? Like, 
Like all this shit about Amazon. I heard about not that. Paying He's not paying any tax. How is that? Well, Amazon, the business isn't paying. I think I said that they are paying it in some other areas. Uh-huh. That's on that particular number that they're not paying taxes on that number. But it's pretty fucked because you know you're corporate. You're rich. You get to buy. You get to buy the way things are done in your favor. Yeah, and that's pretty fucked. Yeah. So. Maybe limit what people can do with that money. I still, I still love what whoever proposed that every person in Congress has to wear a patch on their suit like NASCAR, who's given them money. Yeah. Of what, of who they expect accepted money from, so you know where they stand on stuff. I still think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Anyway, look at us wandering in a territory <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. Oh, lighten it up a little. Lance Carpenter asked Kyle, as a punk guy, what's your thoughts on pop punk? Lance Carpenter. E.g. the man. story so far or four years strong. Dave, thoughts on death metal. E.g. Whitechapel. Pop death metal. Chelsea Crew. <laughs> that cheer. You know that death metal, but it's just about getting dumped. <laughs> you like any pop punk? I love pop punk. I don't know. I don't know the new stuff though. Like mm-hmm. pop punk for me was like still lookout record stuff back mm-hmm. in the day. It's your early, your pre Dookie Green Day, the early early jams. I love that shit. That was my bread and butter, Mister T Experience. Not so much them, but that was like of that genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love all those guys. Screeching Weasel is my favorite band really? forever. Are they kind of pop punk? Very much so. Mm-hmm. But that sound, I like. I like that sound a lot. The Ergs, the Ergs are a great band, great mm-hmm. pop punk band. The Ergs. Hmm. Been listening to Dirty Fences. They're more a dirty rock and roll band. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I like. I love that pop punk. That's cool. Love that shit, baby. Uh, death metal. Uh, I used to be a huge metalhead. When I was in high school, I'd listen to death metal. You get all death the time. metal. You get mad. You get real angry about it. I when I was in high school, I was like Pantera was like the gateway. I, I've talked about this before, but like when you're fucking seventeen and you're a fucking dude and you play football and like it's it's how how fucking heavy can you go? So like Pantera turned into Sepultura, turned me. into Cannibal Corpse. Uh, Anybody from around Atlanta will remember the old Georgia Tech radio station, WREK. Every Friday night, they had a big block of programming called Wreckage. And it was just fucking just crazy death metal. And, like, to the point where, like, and I'll admit, like, some of that was just indistinguishable from each other. Like, it was just those Cookie Monster vocals and just the double bass yeah. drums. But uh, I have been dipping my toes back into uh, some of it. I've um, been revisiting some Morbid Angel and uh Ooh, man yeah i saw them open for pantera in atlanta back in like 99 maybe get a little napalm 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 death, death. but uh one song in particular i've really been listening to a lot uh it's, it's from the album gateways to annihilation the second track on that album uh, is called summoning redemption and it's just fucking <laughs> brutal it's brutal but mm-hmm. like it's still listenable like it's heavy as fuck but oh, yeah. you can still kind of <clears throat> get into it as opposed to just that machine gun heavy shit you know um, but yeah, Morbid Angel is somebody I'm into. Uh, shout out to our buddy uh, Chris Pierce out of uh, Little Rock. He's a big uh, death metal oh, dicks. Yeah. Shout out to Death Metal Dicks, great podcast. If you're into that death metal stuff, uh, he turned me on to a band called Burzum. Uh, been oh man, Burzum. those are the uh, Norwegian, yeah, those Scandinavian guys who all kill each other. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't claim to be an expert on metal anymore. Uh, I kind of. 
I kind of got out of that when I <laughs> not that these are not that this is a normal segue, but when I really started getting into alt country, I kind of left the metal uh, kind of behind. And that, that is yeah, a yeah, you get weird to a point transition. where you slow down a little. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not 17 and pissed off at the world anymore. No, uh, I, there's some stuff I'll put on, and I'm like, I know I liked it, and I'm not turning my back, and I'm like, I can't. There's no mood. I don't have yeah. the mood. Yeah. The only time I really get into it is like if, uh, and I know this is funny, but like when I'm working out, I don't work out much, but like no, you I, I go don't. through these peaks and valleys and like sometimes about twice a year, I'll go through this phase where I really get back into lifting weights and, and lift heavy weights and like metal's great for like just really pumping out the reps if you're mm. throwing up some, throwing up some fucking uh, dumbbell presses and shit. Uh, you know, I can't listen to soft enjoyable music when i'm trying to lift heavy weights but uh yeah morbid angel um but now i'm kind of more into uh i I still fuck with some metal but now it's kind of more i don't know if you'd call it doom metal or stoner metal everything's got a category that i don't know what it is sleep uh stuff like that caius just more desert rock stoner metal i like red fang maybe yeah yeah red (laughs) fang i like mastodon i've always liked mastodon Mm -hmm. they've been kind of the the staple uh, I, I never like, never strayed from. I that. like when Cannibal Corpse was in uh, Ace Ventura. Yes, that was always a fun one. Like, wait, what? I was watching a metal documentary and they were talking about Cannibal Corpse and they were talking about what that did for their career. Like, so many people yeah. got turned on to Cannibal Corpse because of Ace Ventura. But it was also like, oh, this band that you think just actually lives in hell, like, are also helping yeah. out a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know these guys. For being called Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Remember a dude would wear a Cannibal Corpse shirt to school. I liked him. This dude, Jake. But I, I get sent to the office for a Smoking Pope's t-shirt because it says the word smoking on it. Uh-huh. And then he would have just a Cannibal Corpse shirt, like you know, fleshless bodies hanging upside down. I'm like, what about his shirt? He doesn't say smoking. I'm like, all right. I remember in college. Cool stuff, school. Cool a guy stuff. wore a shirt from a band called Anal Cunt. Oh yeah, man! Oh, one, one of those dudes just died. Did they? Yeah. Right now, I'm really into anal cunt. Can't believe a guy named from anal cunt didn't live long. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking. Of, oh, this is kind of along those lines. Uh, Randy Witt, White Witt. Favorite album cover art? Hmm. That's a good question. Album cover art. What are we going, iconic? Just anything that rings a bell. I like how, like, back in the day, people used to talk about, like, apparently, like, Zeppelin, when they first came out, mm-hmm. they never got any radio play. They weren't critical darlings. And a lot of people got turned on to Zeppelin by just perusing the record stores and seeing their cool album art. I'm seeing uh, what's his nuts wallet mark in the front of his jeans. This guy's got a huge crank. Uh, well, that's that's a Rolling Stones, Sticky Fingers. There's a there's a dong in his, in the pants right there. Well, we were watching a song remains the same, and uh-huh. <clears throat> what's what's the Robert Plant? Yeah, he was just like his jeans were worn out in yeah. the front. In the front, like from his dong. And then you realize all those dudes would just pack shit in their jeans. Yeah, I wonder how much truth is to that. All the time. That's so it's fucking be all lame. The time. That is lame. So that's what that's what happened in the day, huh? That was what that was what sold. I'm trying to think, what is there a band? I mean, I'm biased because they're probably literally my favorite band, but I've always loved Drive by Truckers 
album art. Patterson Hood has talked about like, well, people talk about they don't buy, nobody buys albums anymore. But like, maybe that's because nobody puts any fucking effort into the packaging. They're big into, and it's not a gimmick. Like they're a great band without it, but they put a lot of effort into making their albums, the cover art and the liner notes and all that. Like you know, something tangible that fans can can really. You know, I mean, enjoy. I get yeah, but I, I also I'm glad. That's the one I love. MP3s. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I do not give a shit about vinyl. Oh, I love it. I don't. I don't need more of that stuff. <laughs> it's I the one thing I collect. That. To me, it's now. It, it's now my baseball cards. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, it was baseball cards. Because and even then, like I, I was a fan of the I sport. Get it. Yeah. But it was something tangible I could look and you know hold and flip through. And now vinyl is that for me. Um. Nicholas Fierro. I, I don't have an answer. I just mm. think I go to like the same, like, this is iconic. Like, the ACDC logo is cool. Mm. Motorhead logo is cool. Just got cool logos. Yeah. Iron Maiden album, every time Eddie showed up, was cool. Yeah. Yeah. They had great album art. You yeah. know, but if, you know, if I was a kid buying records, mm-hmm. I was going to buy the band no matter what. Yeah. And then otherwise I'd stop and look at whatever had boobs on it. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Fierro said, if you put an orange roughy in a blender with some yogurt, blueberries, and kale, you would have a roughy smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nicholas. That was a good one. No, I'll allow it. I started juicing one. again. Got a juicer. I'm trying to drink at least one big old glass of fresh juice every day. And yesterday I was in the store buying all my veggies, and I just thought about how funny it would be to grab some potatoes. Starch it up. Just one random vegetable. I was putting kale in my smoothies. Mm-hmm. Well, that's supposed kinda, to be good for you. Well, that should be kind of the, the mainstay. Oh, really? You should start with that. It's like, do you know kale's like literally the most healthy food on earth? I don't mind it. I don't think it's great. But, I mean, it tastes like it's good for you. But yeah, I, I've uh, I've been doing that. And, uh, man, I got like a, a recipe now that I that's working. I do a lot of kale. I do kale by kale sucks, but you got to have it in there because it's so healthy. Yeah. But to to cut the bitterness of the kale, throw in some ginger, throw in some cucumber. Those really smooth it out. Ginger cukes. Then I'll throw in some uh, carrots, celery, and then to give it a little bit of sweetness, I'll throw in like half an apple, and that is uh, that's good. Like I used to drink the smoothies. We've talked about when I was on that big smoothie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tough because it's just so that vegan. It just the, actually you're just literally blending everything up, so all that pulp and stuff. I was good, but now the juicing and it's probably not as you healthy. You have a juicer. I got a juicer now. And, and the it's pain just, in the ass to clean up. Not that bad. It's not that bad. But like literally, it's it's a it's a tasty beverage, and the only sugar in it is from like the apple. So trying to trying to get on that again. I'm getting there, buddy. Yeah. As I knock back Put down. Tell me how many cheeseburgers you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. Danielle McCammont. All right. I need some reference for this one. <clears throat> lady here from Danielle. She says, lady here, I want to know the answer to the suck your own dick or Bigfoot knowledge question, please. What? I don't. What was that? I said that hoping you would know. Suck your own dick or Bigfoot knowledge. What? Are those Did two we talk questions? about? I t- <sighs> Did we talk about that? I don't remember. I mean, who knows? I need some more specificity, Danielle. Yeah. Also, she likes poop jokes. All right. Well, days are gay. Best Danger. way to sleep on a plane, Teetle J asked. Teetle J. That's <clears> funny. <throat> yeah, I don't sleep okay. on a plane. Can't do it because I whimper. 
I tell we you talk, that? We talked about that. Yeah, you make sounds. I snore. Mm-hmm. Now I snore. Mm-hmm. I st- I'm, if I'm going to sleep, I'm going to sleep. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I, there's no best way. It just be, you, you get to the point where you're so exhausted or hungover. <laughs> there's no choice. Window seat, obviously. Otherwise, take a neck pillow. Turn it around so you can put your chin on the pillow hmm. in front of you. That's that's a way to do it, but yeah. there's no there's. Honestly, you know, it'd be good if you hook something on the headrest that held your face, so you could lean forward, but it would hold your head upright. I think that would be where it's at. Yeah. My mom said she came. She said I came up with this thing. She goes, came up with a neck hammock, a head hammock, hmm. for your head. I think she meant laying down. I saw that they have those, but for a plane, that's actually not a bad idea. Hmm. Yeah, well, Deb can ain't. She's still got a few good, good idea. Here's a fun one. How far back? I don't even know where we're going on this. Yeah, I, I got some new ones. These are these are some new ones. What do you got? Chris Warren asked, "Would you rather randomly piss yourself once a week or shit yourself once a month?" Also, you could wear diapers in this scenario. That's a good question. No, it's not. <sighs> I'm having some trouble. What are you doing? Dave just stood up, turned around, and uh, touched his genitals. <sighs> Sitting on my balls. What's going down? Just taking balls. taking a wrong turn down there? Balls just getting away. Did your balls get long yet? They're getting there. Yeah. Get long-ass balls, Larry. Long ball, Larry. <laughs> yeah, it's that's inevitable. <laughs> Uh, piss yourself once a week, shit yourself once a month. Do I know it's going to happen? Let's say like I the, just agree to this, and then for one time a week I have to pee. Well, I, I think I think in this scenario it makes sense that you don't know that it's a surprise because you could schedule it. Be it'd be no problem. You just didn't say anything about it being a surprise. But I, I you know, it doesn't make sense. If, if you None of it makes to, sense. Yeah. The question doesn't make sense. Well, of course not, but it's, let's entertain it. We're I, experts in the paranormal field. Are we got to answer this? I've, I've talked about it. I've never shit myself. Yeah, knock on wood. Never shit myself. Could have sphinct her like a goddamn bear trap. <laughs> Why that makes me laugh. I don't think that's what you want to call your butthole. Uh-huh. as a bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a big, as a big hairy dude, <laughs> never. I didn't think it out that far. No, of course you didn't. Uh, no, I'm just saying you might uh, <laughs> might want to rethink it. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, I'm here to get caught in the bear trap. Zed, minor spider caught a fly. Spider caught a fly. I would. I, I guess I'd have to go with piss myself once a week. I think. I think you could. Uh, that's an easier cleanup. I don't know. Yeah, it's only four times versus one time. I'd mm-hmm. go pee. Yeah. Mike Melendez asked, if you guys were to star in a porn movie, what would your porn names be? Bear Trap. Bear, that's a good one. <laughs> I would go with Roman Candle. Roman Candle? Yeah. Now, what would that mean? The Roman Candle's a, a firework. Yeah. But Roman's a real name. Uh-huh. I mean, that's fun. Hmm. Roman Candle. Roman yeah. Candle. Bear Trap's good. Yeah. Fucking bear traps here. I can pinch your dick off. I'll pinch your dick off. Oh, what do we got? How are we doing on time? I mean, we're well. 
well on our way. So many food questions. Eric Price, advice for getting over a very serious five-year relationship. Oh, sorry, buddy. So, by the way, I did make the gumbo pizza, and it turned out awesome. Did you make gumbo pizza? Did you do that? No. Well, Eric Price did, and he said it was good. Really? Yeah. I do a gumbo omelet. That's a good time. Fuck with that gumbo omelet. Get that leftover gumbo, throw it on the Advice omelet. Advice for getting over a very serious five-year relationship. Ah, Go man. fuck somebody. Consensually. I mean... Some people don't know how to be alone. A beejer's like neosporin for your soul. Is that... Is that... <laughs> <laughs> Was that a Dear Abby answer? Where'd that come from? Get you a beach. <laughs> Go rub a little beach on it. Um, well, and I think you're right. Some people, I think you need to learn to be alone. I know plenty of people that they're out of one relationship, they're in another relationship. That's not like, good. I know. I don't think that's good at all. And this isn't sex. This is just, just from my own personal experience. A lot of those people are women. Every girl I've ever dated, when, we, when we're done, she got her another boyfriend like within weeks. It's like, why don't you fucking take some time well, to figure your shit out? I'm actually thinking about dudes who are like that, that are always like, man, man. Like, I never want to ask, like, how's so-and-so doing? Because it'll be somebody different. Mm-hmm. I was always, like, uh, let me but preface it's this. It's called codependent. Is yeah. That's called. I'll preface this by saying I'm very happy in my current relationship, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed being alone. I went years when I was, mm-hmm. like, I, I talked, I don't know if I talked about it, but I dated one girl for nine years. When we broke up, I was I didn't have a girlfriend for five six years, and yeah. I loved it, loved it. Yeah, man, Eric, I'd say just uh, just hang out with your pals, reconnect with some people that you may have not talked to in a while because you've been in a relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself to some things. Don't and, worry about it. And you know, use that time. You know, I don't know what you're into or what your aspirations are, but. You know, if there's things that you never got around to doing that you always wanted to do, whether it be hobbies or different career paths or whatever, use that independence to pursue the shit out of that. Find something you enjoy That's and true. Yeah. go have, balls have, deep in Have it. an activity. Keep yeah. yourself busy. Don't dwell on it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, it, maybe it, it's a relationship podcast. Who knew? Who knew? I guess it was easy for me because it was right at the beginning of my stand-up career. Now, if I was just working a nine-to-five and didn't oh, really have yeah, some coming home alone yeah, every but time. But I just was like, I mean, I was, it was tough. You know, we were together for nine years, and we had a great relationship, and it ended. And I'm not going to say, it, you know, it didn't hurt. Mm-hmm. But I immediately was just like, all right, well, I'm doing comedy seven nights a week, and I ain't answering to nobody. And I'm going to just throw myself into this. And for five or six years, that's what I did. And it... You know, I just immersed myself in that community, and you know, a lot of people I know that they they paint. Mm-hmm. They're not good at it, but it's a it's an activity that's very soothing. Yeah, and if you're not worried about being good at it, you can only just get better at it. Mm-hmm. But maybe you won't be good at it. But they just it's just a relaxing activity. Yeah, and it's on, something you can see immediately. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you see your own progress, and you sit there with some music. You're not just sitting there watching TV thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. But maybe you're thinking, but you're making a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get try a new hobby. It's so weird. People don't want, like, it always seems silly at first. Mm-hmm. So, hey, maybe if you're making gumbo pizza, get into cooking. I made pancakes this week. I sent you a picture of them ugly right. ass that, pancakes. That was nice. I made that. I did a what, thing. What uh, inspired you to do that? I don't know. I think Rachel was making fun of me because I was hungover and I was like, I want someone to make me food and bring it and then clean the dishes. She's like, we have food here. I'm like, all right, watch this. You know what, buddy? And I, I made some pancakes. Almost brought you some homemade biscuits today. Oh, boy. I just I ran I like out of time. I like the biscuits. I got some buttermilk that's expiring. I got, got like three more days on this buttermilk. 
It's like, I'm going to make a big old batch of biscuits and bring them to Kyle. I'm about to dispatch this buttermilk. <laughs> and then uh, I, got, I got hung up on doing something. So. You ate them, didn't you? No, no, I didn't make them. Oh, okay. So. Well, that's nice of you. Thanks, man. I'll bring them to you next. You were supposed to take that mortadella from here. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that went south. Mm-hmm. That went tits up. Clark Evans, what is one conspiracy you hope isn't real? Shit, man. Most of them? Yeah. <clears throat> that the... I'd like to think that our own government didn't cause 9-11, but I don't know how confident I am in that. Yeah. That's such a big one. We've yet to get into it. We probably won't. But I think the moon landing is real. I don't think the conspiracy that that's fake is real. I think the moon. I think we did land on the moon. I think we staged some of the footage. Well, why? PR. They did reshoots. They did do some reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> We had to do some pickups with some more handsome astronauts. <laughs> the original ones didn't test well. <laughs> uh, Dallas Lane asks, here's an easy one, Star Wars or Star Trek? Don't give a fuck about either one. Yeah, man. Sorry, dude. And I understand that a lot of people hold uh, one, if not both of those, very near and dear to their heart. Uh, just just couldn't give a fuck. And I don't know why. Uh, you know, on the surface, they, they look cool. It's about space. It's about... But it just never connected to me. I, I saw all the star, the original. I saw the three original Star Wars movies. Never seen anything since. Have never seen an episode of Star Trek uh, on purpose. I've seen it in my peripheral. I remember when I was a kid, like it would come on before something that I wanted to watch, and I would just see the last two or three minutes. But never got into it. Either one of them. Yeah, I was, t- I was talking to my my dad the other day about sci fi stuff, and I just. <laughs> I just I don't know why. It's if somebody sat me down and was like this is a good movie watch. I'll watch it I'd be like that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I never gravitate towards it. Yeah. It's just what do you what do you want when you go like all right, imagination time. I always go scary movies. Mm-hmm. Or now I'm watching just, you know, crime dramas or mm-hmm. something. I don't know why. I don't know what uh I feel the same way about Star Wars and Star Trek as I do hockey. And what I mean is I know I know that hockey's awesome. It's fast paced. It's violent. It's mm-hmm. exciting. I should love it. Don't give a fuck. Just just don't care. I like I mean I don't know anything about hockey, but I like watching it. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I acknowledge like and I'm a sports guy. I like a lot of other sports, but I think it's the fact that I didn't grow up with hockey. And I think the fact that I didn't like my little circle mm-hmm. of friends or my, my immediate family, my dad, my brother, whomever, wasn't into Star Trek or Star Wars, so it just I just uh, didn't connect. So I just I never really your your rural Georgian family wasn't into Star Trek or ice sports. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's all coming together. Uh, Sam Thomason, what if aliens have been promote? What if aliens have been monitoring our internet and see all our porn, and that's what all the probing is about? They think that's how we say hello or something. Good idea, except they've been doing butt stuff since long before the internet. That's so true. maybe that's how they say hello. And now all this butt stuff now has been from alien cultures. And they're like, man, now they're monitoring it. Like, humans are so friendly to each other. We thought this was upsetting them initially, but now this is how they all. If you were required to wear pants, Robert Smith, if you were required to wear pants with a word across the butt, what would that word be? Well, yours would be bear trap. We've we've established it. Uh Uh-huh. Mom would say boner garage. (laughs) Park them right here, fellas. <laughs> Boner garage. Any of you boys butt fuck? <laughs> Which one of you boys likes to butt fuck? 
<laughs> still like butt fucks. That's butt hilarious. Fuck is a funny word phrase. Yes, butt fuck. I think uh, I think if I play my cards right tonight, I might be doing a little butt fucking. <laughs> such, that's such a scary thing to hear in that accent. Mm-hmm. I got. I, I won't do. Well, I'm going to do bits, but I got to. Got a new bit where just talk about catcalling. I don't catcall. New bit about BFing. I don't catcall women, but I do catcall dudes. And I have done this. Mm -hmm. If I see a real douchey guy, like a group of douchey guys, like on the corner, my window's down at a red light. Mm -hmm. I say, hey, which one of you boys got the biggest butthole? (laughs) Why it's so funny to inquire about the size of one's butthole. (laughs) They're saying butthole, son. Come Uh, here. I'm looking to ring your bottom bell. Getting a check. Which one of y'all got the biggest butthole? Oh, what? There's a lot of... All right. See, I didn't see this whole other list. Yeah, that's the new list. We'll save that for next month. All right. Mm, the Savage Cabbage. Good one. Good one. What's the most haphazard... There's a poor name. Savage Cabbage. <laughs> that's just like, yeah... Uh, what's the most haphazard snack or meal you've thrown together at the end of a night of drinking? One where you open the cupboard and pray the, the muses start singing. <laughs> I don't know. It was almost lyrical, Savage Cabbage. Um, you're, you're good at that. I'll give you that. You don't have a ton of culinary chops, but you got a good culinary brain when it comes to making do with what you got. You're always that barbecue. You made homemade barbecue sauce out of A1 and pickle relish or something. Remember that? Yeah, I did something weird. Yeah. The other day, you're mixing canned chili and mac and cheese. That was great. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even drunk. That was just, I knew I knew that sobered. I knew that during the day I was going to have that. I'm like, this is going to go well together. Make your own pickles with recycled pickle juice. That was an old skin. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. I'm just, I've been living, I've been living high in the hog, just throwing that pickle juice out. I've done that one. Buying, I've, buying new. I've been buying new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, when when you're done with the pickles, don't throw that juice out. Just get you a cucumber, chop it up, and throw it back in that pickle juice. Yeah, it's, uh, sometimes they're pickles. Sometimes it's just a weird moldy mess. <laughs> Wash your hands. Um, I don't know. See, I'm I'm a little more meticulous. I'm a little more prepared. I always do recon. I always make sure I have what I need in the cupboard. Yeah, you're not you're not haphazard. You're gassy as shit, yes. but you're not haphazard. Uh, short films, S C H O R T films. Do you guys have an address so we can send you packages? That's nice of you, or maybe it's not. I don't know what the package is. Also, who would want to fight a thousand rats or one grizzly bear? <laughs> Rat, a thousand rats. Fucking rats! It. You're not gonna ki- you're not gonna kill off a thousand a, th- a thousand rats. I want, that's funny because I watched a YouTube video today of um, a mink. These guys on a farm had a big rat problem, and mm-hmm. they got these minks. I never seen a real mink. It's like a little not in coat form, kind of like an otter. Yeah, but they they got these minks specifically to go in and root out and kill rats, and they killed like a hundred in an hour. Just, really? Yeah, just going in these holes and they come out with like huge rats, and they had two minks and two dogs, and the mink would go in the hole. And like root them out, like and, it, and then if, if they didn't, if the mink didn't catch it in the hole, the rat would pop out of the hole, and then the dogs would chase them and grab them and kill them. Oh damn! Yeah, 
I still think a grizzly bear could take a thousand rats. Well, for some reason, I was thinking versus me. Oh, I thought it said who would win in a fight. A thousand rats. Versus yeah, I just read it wrong. I was thinking me versus a bear versus <laughs> me versus. That's a good a question bears. too. I'll tell you this: I'd much rather fight one grizzly bear than a thousand rats. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't want. But a thousand I, rats versus a grizzly bear. Yeah, I tell you that's that's like my one phobia. I'm not afraid of much, but I want rats, rats and mice. Really, mice? Get the fuck out of here, mice. I know that they're not going to hurt me, and also it's a location thing. If I'm out in the yard cutting grass and I see a mouse or a rat, eh, that's gross, but I'm fine. Mm. But indoors, they're not supposed to be here. If a fucking rat were to run through here right now, this podcast would be over. <laughs> I'm out. What about roaches? Roaches versus rats. Roaches don't bother me. Snakes don't bother me. Fucking Spiders hate don't roaches. Run. I hate none roaches. of that shit bothers me. If I see roaches, then I'm that. That's I don't what like. Them. I'm moving. I'm moving. I don't like them, but they. Don't, I don't freak out if fucking rat or mice mouse was in here. I'd, I'd have an issue. I don't know why. All right. Well, we found your weakness. Yeah. Rodents. Mm-hmm. What about uh, hamsters? Crazy. Pet, what about pets? Adorable. Squirrels. Love a squirrel. What about pet mice? That's if they're in a in a cage or whatever. A mice, pet mice come in. A, yeah. An aquarium. I don't know. No problem. Terrarium there. and land. But just land a home. fucking feral ass mouse or, ro- or rat. Ugh. Ugh. That's why. That's why I couldn't live in New York. Just fucking rats everywhere. I think that here correctly. There's more rats in New York than there are people. Who's counting like that? Who's <laughs> who's taking a rat census? Good point. Who's knocking on sewers? All right, how many Ugh. you have living in the home here? No thanks. No thanks. Let's get let's get a couple, uh, you know, spooky things. Where's the spooky stuff? Somebody give us a spooky thing. I don't know. It's got a spooky thing. That's what the regular episodes are for. These are the fun ones where they get to really get to know us, Kyle. All right. What do you want? Which question do you want to ask? I don't know. Somebody's saying, Colin Broomhead saying we should listen to Lucero. Oh, buddy. Been hearing Lucero. I heard Lucero when they covered Kiss the Bottle by Jawbreaker 20 years ago. Love Lucero. Buddy. Katie bought me a rad-ass Lucero hoodie for Christmas mm-hmm. that I'm about 10 pounds too big for. She was by, She really sees something else. She's always getting you clothes too small. Yes. <laughs> I think she's trying to tell me something. Shoes too big, clothes too small. He's a thin fella with a big dick. Well, honey, you got that one flipped. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Man. Hmm. I don't know. Kyle, which Valerie Green, Kyle, which country do have you which country that you have performed and do you want to return to the most, Dave? Which country do you want to perform in? Um Man, I'd love to go to New Zealand or Australia. Yeah. I need to do that that Melbourne comedy festival. That Melbourne fest is a good time, man. That, shit. that is a fun time. Um give me the booker's email. I'll let him know. We'll just do it now. I'll just <laughs> say it on the air. Um Yeah, I'd love to go down there. 
Yeah, I, I like I like going back to Australia a bunch. Mm-hmm. I have a good time down there. Yeah. I like going back to Germany. But now I just want to go. Like, I'll do a show. Like, shows are fun, but I just want to travel, too. Mm-hmm. As far as where the shows have been fun, Australia shows were fun. I shit all over the Edinburgh Fest all the time, but I could see how it's fun. If I was there for two weeks, I would have a different experience. Yeah. The month the month beat me up. I was not uh, mentally ready to handle that. That's, that's tough, no matter where you're at, no matter how nice the place is. A I month, just, and you're doing shows every night? Every night. Like seven nights a week? Yep. Damn. You have one night off. And then it's people like you add other shows to make some extra money and stuff like that. And I was like, But again, I, I did it wrong. I was bummed out and I was drunk and I was staying in bed till seven at night. I was laying in bed all day. Like I was depressed as hell. So I did it the wrong way. So I, I, uh, I don't know. But that show I did in Berlin was like, it was a weird show. But man, it was like, I don't know. Berlin was just cool, mm-hmm. you know? So you think about what you know from history about Berlin, yeah. you know, just World War Two and everything. And then the fact that it's the opposite. Now it's like just the most open, like whatever you're doing, really? do your thing. Huh. It's like, oh, right on. Neato. Yeah. Ah, well, what do you got? You got one, Dave? You want to wind this down? I say we wind it down. I got to go eat something. Sorry, I ate that Indian food right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Miles D. Grant, have either of you got the Colonel Sanders riding a UFO tattoo as mentioned in an early Boogie Monster episode? What is your rum preference? Ugh. Who's drinking rum? No Miles, thanks. Miles, what are you, 14? No thanks. No, nah, I don't mind. I, you know, I like, a, I like a, a tiki drink if it's got rum in it, mm-hmm. but whatever one they're putting in it, yeah. I'm not making them at home. I, don't have a, I have a tattoo of a UFO landed on a beach with palm trees because I always thought... I wanted to get, like, a California tattoo, but I was like, what if it's uh, aliens going to the beach? Hmm. I think I'm getting a new one soon. What you getting? I sent you that, that idea. What did you send me? A kit. Oh, I told you. you we know. get a gray alien uh, posing for a Civil War portrait. You'd be wearing a Civil War uniform, but it's an alien head. Which Civil War uniform? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't condone it, but I guess my heritage says it's, it's got to be... Got to be the the Confederacy. It's not racism; it's heritage. No, it's not hate; it's heritage. But uh, space will rise again. You gave me that, yeah. so I, I'll probably put that underneath it. That'll be good. Space will rise again. That's true, because you're taking it away from the yeah. those guys and making it about aliens. And there's no real deep meaning behind it. I just think it's funny if an alien was in a Civil War uniform. So I'm gonna take like a portrait of Robert E. Lee and just replace his head with a with a gray alien. Where's that going? Oh, I don't know. I, R- right I don't know. Probably, probably left left tricep. Maybe I don't know. I got all these like random ones on my right arm, and I, I don't know how to tie them all together. There's know? no time. You're already too far gone. Yeah. We were talking about this on the regular episode. You're too far gone. They're all dumb. Hmm. That's the thing. Once you get dumb ones, you're like I guess they're all going to be dumb. I can't get like a cool one now because mm-hmm. I forgot about the you know theme theme and message going throughout them so they're just a bunch of bullshit bunch yeah. of stickers on a trapper keeper mm-hmm. well <laughs> all right man we got we got a lot of questions guys fi- thank you so much for real appreciate you we love you we love you no i really do man uh, this is a cool that people even give a shit enough to spend a few bucks a month and ain't gonna lie that shit helps What'd you make on the video this year? Shit helps. This, this month, what was it? This, uh, this is coming in late. Oh, it's cornbread. Fucking cast iron cornbread. That video's up now. 
Go check that shit out. Make you some good, uh, easy, simple ass recipe. But, oh, uh, got some some good ass cornbread. All right. Yeah. Well, bless all your hearts from whatever deity you choose to be blessed by. Don't feel bad about getting out of a long relationship. New frontiers, buddy. Yeah. Man. Allow yourself to be a little bit sad, but then get into some uh, little exercise goes a long way for the mental health. True. I'll tell you that much. I was getting, I was on my bender. I needed, I tried jumping rope last night. Jump ropes are fucking fast now. Yeah. yeah. That's hard as shit. Yeah. But yeah, do a little do a little exercise and get your mind out of that and everybody else. I don't know. Keep uh, keep listening to the silly things. On that note, real quick, let me throw in a couple of two cents here. A couple uh, of two cents? People people don't really I don't think our brains are wired to work this way. But change is good. Change can mm-hmm. be good. Nobody wants the same shit all the time. Now, certain things, you know, if you find a thing that's working, you know, keep that static, whatever. But don't don't fear change. Think think of who you were and who I was when we were nineteen. Mm-hmm. If nothing changed in our lives from when from then from twenty one years ago, that would fucking suck. I'd still be in Waleska, Georgia. You'd be in. Suburban Chicago, we'd yeah. be doing stupid shit. I mean, I like, did have a lot of fun when I was nineteen. Of course, but like, change is good. Change, add add things. You're adding stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not changing things. You're adding new things. Mm-hmm. Add new elements. Updating your system. Sometimes you got to let the universe take over. Yeah, just can't can't. Some things you can't fight too hard. Yeah, just let shit happen and make the best of it and see where that shit takes you. Uh, that's good. That's a good thing. That's yeah, a nice thing to say. That's a nice way to end this. We'll end it with a nice thing. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Suck my dick. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> the Boogie Monster. Boogie Monster.